Well, welcome back again to Koinonia Podcast. My name is Brent. I'm the lead pastor of Steel Valley Church, and I am with my friend and companion. Who are you? David Suarez. How you doing? Hey, good. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. It's good to be gathered again. This episode is kind of going to be launching off the next series of episodes uh, regarding cross-cultural evangelism, preparing people for conversations, and being short, concise, to the point on some really important aspects when speaking with people of other religions. And so this episode's going to be covering Islam Mm -hmm. and And what they believe. believe. Mm -hmm. And then the next episode is going to be on how Christians can respond, maybe some verses to um, reference um, as a how to give an answer to the faith. That's right. Um, and so we can do that respectfully because we we have the Bible, we have an answer uh, for 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 the Muslims who who may approach us and and challenge our faith. There is an answer to give, and we're we're hoping that these uh, these episodes will be a quick little refresher on your way to those little conversations that you're going to have. Amen. Um, So obviously there's distinctions between Christianity and Islam. Mm -hmm. Um, And so let's tease out some of those. Yeah. um, With what, what we, um, what you might think is helpful, maybe like three, three points that um, we need to focus on. What would be three points that you think would be really helpful Mm -hmm. um, to understand about Islam for a Christian? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. So I would say if it's three points, uh, number one, they're always talking about Muhammad. Mm-hmm. So you got to know about Muhammad. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there, there's no way around it. You have to know about their final and greatest prophet, Muhammad, okay. number one. Number two, you have to know the way they think about their book, not mm-hmm. just their book. You have to know the way they think about their book. It's, What's their book called? Uh, the Quran. The Quran. They also do have these other things called hadiths. Okay. Hadiths are like if you took the Gospels got rid of the divine inspiration, but mm-hmm. kept the authority. Mm-hmm. So it, okay. there are all these uh, narratives about the life of Muhammad. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the hadiths that many of them consider equal to the Quran Okay, in terms of authority. And then number three, you have to know how they think about Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Because we are Christians. And mm-hmm. so we have to know the way they approach discussions about Jesus mm-hmm. so that when we talk about Christ uh, and they say, oh, we believe in Jesus too, <laughs> yeah. which you will always hear without yes. exception, yes. Uh, then you have to understand, okay, well, <laughs> your definition of Jesus and mine are very different. Mm-hmm. Right? According to Jesus. Yes, according to Jesus, <laughs> according to him, not according to some guy who was born like 500 years yeah. later. Yeah. Uh, and so maybe we should go in order. Yes, yeah. So let's go back to Muhammad. So we're going to talk about Muhammad, mm-hmm. the Quran, mm-hmm. and Jesus. Yes. From an Islamic standpoint exactly yeah. okay yeah. so let's jump back to muhammad mm-hmm. so now we we have the territory charted let's go down uh down that pathway yeah and maybe spend five minutes on on each each yeah. thing and and i'll you know poke you in the forehead when we need to <laughs> sh- shift gears sure yeah that's a good <laughs> idea otherwise we'll go on the rapid trails and there's no escape everybody's gonna see a red dot on your forehead and be like so what's going on here Oh, I got bopped. I got bopped, I tell you. What do they think you converted to? uh... Hinduism. (laughs) It's the red dot. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be really funny. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, so yeah, sure. So Muhammad, you know, born around 570 AD. Okay. Uh, died around 632 AD. So you're, we're already pretty clear. Oh, this is like a while after the Gospels. This yep. is a while after the New Testament. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's born. Yeah. And he is believed to be the last and greatest prophet of God, who they call Allah. That's the God of Islam. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of beliefs about Muhammad. To be completely clear with y'all, the beliefs about Muhammad are sometimes so contradictory that I'm just going to tell you the ones Muslims believe about Muhammad for this episode. Mm -hmm. Next episode, we can actually see what their sources say about him. Mm -hmm. But at least for now, we're just going to talk about how Muslims believe about Muhammad because otherwise it's just just too much. Uh, It's too much info. So number one, uh, they believe that he is uh, the greatest human to ever exist, Mm -hmm. even more than Jesus. Uh, like so he, five generations after Jesus, mm-hmm. he is the greatest. He is the greatest. Okay. Now, well, I, I'll speak to Jesus a bit. Um, so this will, again, don't worry about the contradictions. That's just what you're going to get with Islam, yep. all right? Uh, but number one, they believe that he is the greatest human being. And not okay. just the greatest. Uh, it, it actually is quite strong, according to alislam.org. They do say he did not have a trace of arrogance. He was a symbol of simplicity and piety, this being Muhammad. Uh, so he was a treasure of all good human qualities in one human being. Uh, his alluring qualities were all of those things before, and he is set to lead by example. Mm-hmm. It, to summarize all of this with his closing point, he is the chosen one to be the guiding light for the entire humanity. Mm-hmm. Not just at his time, but even now, every single action he did is considered sanctioned by Allah. Mm-hmm. And this means, according to Surah Al-Hazab, that's chapter 33, verse 21 of the Quran, Indeed, in the Messenger of Allah, that's Muhammad, you have an excellent example for whoever has hope in Allah and last day and remembers Allah often. So according to Islam, mm-hmm. Muhammad is not just the greatest human ever, but he is the perfect example for you to follow. Okay. So this is the reason why Muslims, when they go to the bathroom, they'll use a certain foot to step into the room first, mm-hmm. right? Usually they step in with their right foot first and they'll leave the bathroom with their left foot first. I believe that's the order. Uh, right, like it's very specific. Um, mm-hmm. The the if they wake up in the middle of the night, they'll even do a certain number of washings of their face, based off how many times Muhammad would wash his face if he woke up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the belief is that whatever he did, even up until the modern day, it has to be mimicked exactly mm. every single action, not even just like moral actions, but like everything. Okay. Uh, now this. If this was a more polemical podcast, then we could get into the depths of what that would include. But we're not going to do that right now. Just mm-hmm. understand, they believe that he is the perfect moral example. So if, if Muhammad did it, they do it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. This is actually why recently on Twitter, the Muslim cowboy, a uh, well-known convert to Islam mm-hmm. here in the States, he says, whatever Muhammad did, you can sure bet that I would do. Mm-hmm. Uh, including the number of wives, mm-hmm. uh, age of the wives, etc. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and this became quite viral, really mm-hmm. viral, a couple of weeks ago. So again, number one, whatever Muhammad did, mm-hmm. he is the perfect moral example. He mm-hmm. is the most wise, intelligent human being in existence, mm-hmm. and everything he did was the most friendly thing that a person could do, and they should follow him. Mm-hmm. That's Muslim belief about him. Okay. Um. They do believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that. Is that what is that what you think is most important about Muhammad? Is to understand? Yeah, that's okay. what they believe about. Him. Okay, so 
is Muhammad their version? Is Muhammad their Jesus? How did Muhammad come to be? Was it like a miraculous coming? What makes him the greatest? How do you inherit nice. that title? Good question. Good question. So, uh, so he's not comparable, even by Islamic standards, he's actually not comparable to Jesus mm-hmm. uh, because Muhammad does have a human father and a human mother. Mm-hmm. Um, not many people really know who his father is because his mother was miraculously pregnant for four years, um, which I won't speak to mm-hmm. right now. Uh, but his mom just so happened to be pregnant for four years, and that's mm-hmm. why nobody knows who his father is. Uh, and it, clearly, at least. So he's just a human. He's just a dude, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, even in the Quran, he says, I am but a plain warner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no miracles of my own. Uh, according to the Quran, Muhammad performed zero miracles. Mm-hmm. And that's a bit of a break from Christian and Islamic belief about prophets. They believe that all prophets have miracles that attest to the power of God, yep. to attest to their prophethood. Yep. For Muhammad, according to the Quran, he is, he is but a plain warner. He okay. just warns. He, he has no miracles. Some Muslims will say, well, he split the moon. But that okay. means that the Quran has a contradiction, which they wouldn't accept. Mm-hmm. So um, he's not a guy who performed a lot of miracles. He, by definition, performed zero, according to the Quran. Mm-hmm. Just a dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and he became the prophet of Allah when he was meditating in a cave on a mountain for a bit. Mm-hmm. So he kind of like Jabril, the angel Gabriel mm-hmm. in their version, he kind of just appeared to Muhammad in a cave. Um, he roughed Muhammad up a bit mm-hmm. and then told him to recite the Quran, which didn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he's just a human. Okay. Just a dude. Okay. And so... <clears throat> There was no sacrifice. There, was there anything spe- special about his death? His, no, no. He just no. died like anyone else, and that was it. Basically, yeah, he didn't sacrifice himself okay. for anyone. Okay. Even in battle, he usually had his soldiers yeah. fight for him. He, so very, he was yeah. kind of standoffish. Yep. Yep. Um, his death. I mean, he died because he had some lamb that was poisoned. Okay. Um, so he died from the lamb that he ate, but uh, because he had destroyed a city called Kaibar mm-hmm. that uh, Muslims will still chant about actually mm-hmm. at rallies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yahud, Yahud, Kaibar. So I love how you know all this just <laughs> off the top of your head, David. This is this is absolutely phenomenal. Um, no, I, I praise God for giving me the right people who just talk about it all the time. Yeah. So I just yeah. end up like being That's forced awesome. to memorize it. That's awesome. Uh, but so he took over this one Jewish city. Mm-hmm. Uh, he killed this one woman's whole family and her husband in front of her. Mm-hmm. And then he married her. And he's like, now that I'm married to you, I'm sure you'll make a good meal. So she's like, yeah, let me cook you yeah. something. Yeah. Um, after killing your whole family. So she, understandably, mm-hmm. poisons the lamb that mm-hmm. she serves to him. He and some of his pals, uh, he eats a very small portion of the lamb because he sees one of his friends die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and But he still takes a bite. <laughs> Hmm. After seeing one of his friends die, but then he spits out. He's like, "I have a revelation. The oh. lamb is poison." Oh. And they're like, "How did he know that?" Wow, uh, amazing, right? So then it's a slow-acting poison, though. Yeah. So it takes years for it to slowly shut down more and more of his nervous system. Gotcha. But even in his deathbed, he's like, "I'm dying because of the poison of the Jew of Kaibar, mm-hmm. uh, for the the poison in the lamb." Gotcha. So that is what killed him. Okay. But no, no sacrifice, no meritorious effort or anything. Yeah. Just, just do as he did. And, yeah. yeah. And that's it. Okay. And um, then last question, a point of clarification. So there was a little bit of chuckling when you're reading, um, you know, about his character. Is there something off that you see, like, maybe hypocritical about what's said about him versus his actual 
person. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Because obviously, yeah, I mean, you can't really go into that really deeply, but obviously there's some disconnect. Yes. In in the most non-polemical, trying to be on my good behavior. Yeah. In the most non-polemical way I could say this, to say that he was the greatest in friendliness, hospitality, Mm -hmm. and, and helpful nature. Yeah. This, I mean, by all Islamic historical accounts, they also say that he was a great commander of mm-hmm. armies, right? And he took over all these different Jewish cities and forced people to convert or kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's not, like, unknown by Islamic history. Mm-hmm. Many Muslims know, like, well, yeah, I mean, he was the true prophet, right? So mm-hmm. what he says goes. So it's just strange to say all of this was present in this guy who they also know to be in many cases, at least by our standards today, excessively violent. Okay. Uh, and so, it, to say that he's also a, a sign of piety, I mean, mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. to be chill here, but it's just, this is not the person that you would mimic if you could. Okay. Uh, everything that he did in terms of marriage, mm-hmm. in terms of relations with women, in terms of the slaves that he owned. So how he treated slaves, how he treated women, how he treated people around him. Exactly. It's nothing to boast. It's it's not, especially yeah. given what they say about Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which they actually have a pretty high view of Jesus, just yeah. not a full view of Jesus, which we'll get mm-hmm. to. Yeah. So it's just strange. Okay. There's just a there's a weird disconnect. So you got some character character disconnects and yeah. things like that. Um, but do as he says, mm-hmm. and and do as he does, and do as he does. Yeah. 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 All right. So that's Muhammad. Mm-hmm. Um, we spent a little bit of more time on that, but that's that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, so next, what you said was the Quran right, is probably right. another vital aspect. So yes. take us through the Quran a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, the, the Bible is a beautiful collection of books throughout history over the course of 1,500 plus years uh, by over 40 different authors, all who miraculously are telling the same narrative thread uh, with a, an intentional use of genres mm. of writing different styles of writing, uh, different historical events that are archaeologically attested to. Mm-hmm. The, the Bible is not just a story, but it's history, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's really telling the stories about real people who really existed and real conflicts, all pointing to the most proper and perfect person in existence, mm-hmm. God himself in the flesh, Christ Jesus. Islam's view of the Quran is very different. Mm-hmm. It is one book just one book it's not like a collection of books it's yeah. only one book okay so it's just just like the gospel of matthew exactly yeah. like it's literally just one book yep with many chapters which they call surahs yep and the quran is believed as my little quran here right mm-hmm. the quran is believed to be uh not just any book but it's believed to be the wisdom or the speech of allah mm-hmm. manifested physically okay uh so again they don't believe that it's just like a historical collection of people describing reality, but instead it is Allah describing reality. So who wrote it? Uh, well, so Muslims would say that... I'm not trying true, to trap No, you. no, you're yeah. totally right. I, yeah. Muslims would say the most true form of the Quran is unwritten. They would say technically the okay. words are uncreated, okay. but they had to be created in this world. So basically they think that the Quran has a divine nature and okay. an earthly nature. Hmm. Uh, which can so, lead to it. so is is mysterious as the writing on the wall with Nebuchadnezzar. Exactly, exactly, right. Okay. Um, 
But they would also say that, and they would admit in their history, that it was compiled from mm -hmm. a bunch of different writings, from mm -hmm. things that people heard Muhammad say, mm -hmm. that they said, of course, Allah said it, and Muhammad just recited, right? Because yeah. it's not understanding, it's recitation. Mm -hmm. So he just recited whatever Allah said to him. When he heard the bell ring in his ear, he just said it. Mm -hmm. And some people, after Muhammad died, they're like, wait a second. We should probably collect all the things he said. Oh. And so they, they were written on fig leaves, bones of random animals, whatever material they had to write on. Mm -hmm. And then they found a way to kind of just compile all of it in some order. Mm -hmm. The Quran is not chronological. Mm -hmm. There's no historical chronological development in it. Okay. Even in an individual chapter of it, it's not clearly chronological. So it's like a, like a book of Proverbs. Yeah, um, actually, yes. You know, yes, just... that's probably the most apt description I've ever heard of it. It's literally mm -hmm. just a book of Proverbs, yeah. but that the equates to actual historical moments gotcha. sometimes. Gotcha. And sometimes not. Yeah. And when is that? I don't know. Uh, mm -hmm. That's Muslims will also argue about, well, this is historical. This is metaphor. Well, no. Almost no Muslim would ever say anything in the Quran is metaphorical. Okay. Because you can't say that the eternal mind of Allah is metaphorical. Mm -hmm. You have to say it's literal. Okay. So the vast majority of Muslims will say every single phrase in it is literally true. Okay. Even the parts where so it says... So there's infallibility with the Quran. But like an extreme form of it where okay. it's like infallibility with a literal interpretation and okay. literalistic interpretation. Okay. So even when it describes um, the sun sets every night in a muddy pool, mm -hmm. right? That has to be believed to be literally true, huh. um, even if modern Muslims don't know about it, right? Like when it says that it has to be believed to be literally true, or you're saying the Quran, which is the mind of Allah, mm -hmm. is not actually true about something. Interesting. Okay. So again, very different from the Bible. Yep. Um, but on that point, uh, it's unchanging. Mm-hmm. Because it's part of Allah. It's one of his attributes. This is literally one of his attributes. Mm -hmm. So they would say uh, there's never been a single change to a single dot or stroke of the Quran ever since it was first compiled. Okay. Now, this is factually incorrect. Islamic scholars know this. Uh, I actually have a book at home that has at least 21 errors on one page of the Quran. Hmm. Historical variations in manuscripts. Mm -hmm. um, so, but they say it's the eternal unchanging word of Allah. Okay. And they say there's no changes in any variations. Every Quran on earth is the exact same dot for dot, letter for letter, word for word. Um, even though that's not true. They'll say that because they have to, because if there's a single difference in any Quran, then it's not actually the unchanging word of Allah. Mm -hmm. And if it's not the unchanging word of Allah, then Islam is false. So they'll usually say it's never been changed dot for dot, letter for letter, word for word. Um, and this is actually why Muslims hold it to such a high regard that they'll hold it above any other book on the libraries in their homes. Okay. They'll keep it on top. Okay. Uh, that's why in a lot of Islamic countries, there are death sentences if you rip a page of the Quran. Okay. Because you're technically attacking a law. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and so... That's logically... I can understand that logically it, it, yeah. from their standpoint. Exactly. It's a yeah. logical conclusion given yeah. their beliefs. Yeah. Um, but here's the weird part, and this is probably a good way to like really focus on this mm -hmm. part here. The Quran, though it says it's the final word of Allah, it also states that it does not allow any of his words to be changed or corrupted. Mm -hmm. According to the Quran, no word given from Allah can be changed or corrupted. Okay. But the Quran also says that the previous words of Allah are the Torah to Moses, the gospel, they call the Angel, the evangel, the Angel to Jesus, yep. okay. the Psalms to David, and the scrolls to Abraham. So according to the Quran... Every word sent from Allah is perfectly preserved and cannot be corrupted. Mm -hmm. 
the gospel, the Torah, the Psalms, and the scrolls are from Allah. Therefore, the Bible, which is the gospel and Torah and all those scrolls, okay. is uncorrupted. Okay. Now, this is the tough part. The Quran teaches that the Bible is uncorrupted. Modern Muslims believe that the Bible's been corrupted. Okay. So, it's, even if you go to the original Greek and Hebrew, or uh, is it just our English translations? They, they would say, and theirs is like, you know, the, the Arabic for them, right? They would yep. say that, uh, you know, doesn't matter if you go to Arabic, Greek, okay. Hebrew, doesn't matter. It's been corrupted. Okay. But that's not what their book teaches. Okay. So this, again, like I said that's before. A good, that's a good thing to know from a Christian standpoint, because if, if their own belief is attesting to the val- validity of Scripture, mm-hmm. well, Scripture has a lot to say about mm-hmm. Jesus, which we'll yes. get into in a second. Yes. Um, and so that's where you find yourself in kind of like a, a little bit of like a... Um, I don't know, word war over, yes. over, well, Jesus said this about himself. Well, that's been corrupted, mm-hmm. but your book, but your Quran says it wasn't corrupted. Exactly. And so what, who's right here? Yeah. So yeah. that's the question, right? Is the eternal mind of Allah, the yeah. Quran, is that true? Or is the modern Muslim belief true? Okay. Well, if you say, if you ask that question to a Muslim, they would say, well, obviously, Alhamdulillah, the Quran is perfect. Yeah. Right. Because Allah doesn't like Allah's mind isn't corrupted. Mm-hmm. So, given that, yeah. it would seem as though, according to what they say, right, uh, if everything, every word sent by Allah is uncorrupted, then that means that the Torah and the Gospels are yep. uncorrupted, according yep. to the Quran. Okay. So, that's just something that's really important to bring up with Muslims. Just make sure that they know cool. that their own book affirms the, that any word from Allah has been uncorrupted. Now, some Muslims will say, well, sure, the Torah and Gospels were never corrupted, uh, but they were lost. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the issue. Right? Let's say that Allah sent down the Torah to Moses. Mm-hmm. It, and they'll say, okay, well, it wasn't corrupted, but it was lost. So whatever you have today is not even that thing. Uh, the gospel that was given to Jesus, it was mm-hmm. a book that just kind of like was given to him as a baby, right? Mm. Um, that was given to him, but it got corrupt. It, well, it didn't get corrupted, it just got lost forever. Mm-hmm. The Psalms given to David was given to him, but even if it wasn't corrupted, it was lost forever. Mm. The scrolls to Abraham were given to him. They weren't corrupted, but they were lost forever. Okay. So would you trust a God who... Every time he sends messages to people, mm-hmm. it just ends up not it lasting more than lost. a generation. Yeah, yeah, probably not, right? Um, yeah, I see. See how you're that that kind of destroys a lot of credibility. Yeah, because then now that he's given the Quran, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but every other person he sent the message to yeah. somehow, even if you if the Muslim says, "Oh, well, it wasn't corrupted; it was mm-hmm. just lost," yeah, then I'll say, "Okay, so how do you know that yours wasn't?" Mm-hmm. Right? So. Again, just a lot of confusion on these points. Yep. It gets really... Yep. But, but just let them know, your book says the gospel and the Torah have been preserved yep. and cannot be changed. Yeah. So where does it come from that it's been corrupted? So this, kind of like with Mormonism and Jehovah Witness uh, doctrine, this is something developed from scholars, mm-hmm. modern day. Okay, so uh, post, post exactly. everything, it's just yes. people's interpretations. Oh, this is wrong. Yes. Basically, because it challenges. 
well, beliefs be- because, and their systems. I mean, again, the a fundamental belief about Muhammad is that he was illiterate. Yeah. Uh, and that's not a slight on him. That's something that many Muslims will boast about. Yeah. Um, so because he was illiterate, he would just say certain things about the gospel. He's like, the gospel, you can trust the gospel. It says the same thing I say. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why the Quran says it was written to confirm the words before it. Okay. You know, the Quran is written to confirm the words before it, the gospel and the Torah. So uh, when we're talking to Muslims, we say, well, you know, it sounds like the Quran is quite clearly saying you should read those. Mm-hmm. When Muslims were finally able to have access to the gospel, what did you think they learned? That it wasn't actually the exact same as what Muhammad was selling them. So a lot of scholars and a lot of apologists, their Dawah people, which is their version of apologetics, Mm -hmm. they would say, no, 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 no. Uh, It's actually been corrupted. Okay. So that's their answer to... The complete inconsistency. (laughs) The consistencies. (laughs) Between the gospel and the Quran. Yes. Uh, All right. Otherwise, it's irreconcilable, and Islam falls apart automatically. Yeah, Uh, But just let them know. Well, your Quran says to read the Gospels, so join a Bible study with me. Yeah, cool. Uh, And then, perhaps the most fun and I think most important point here is Jesus. Jesus. Always has to be about him, Mm -hmm. right? So the the Quran, actually, the Quran speaks so highly of him. I'm actually just going to read this okay right here yeah. because it's actually really impressive okay the average no the average muslim believes that jesus is not the son of god nor is he god but he was only a prophet they also believe that jesus was not crucified or killed but instead it was only made to appear so right so this is quran verse chapter 4 verse 157 158 and for their saying in uh, this is the jews uh, according to the quran indeed we have killed the messiah jesus the son of mary the messenger of allah but they did not kill him, nor did they crucify him, but another was made to resemble him to them. Uh, and indeed, those who differ about it are in doubt about it, right? So uh, it, basically, the Quranic belief, most Muslims believe that some random person was thrown on the cross in place of Jesus, okay. last moment. And so Allah did a little switcheroo, magic switcheroo, okay. and picked ran, one random guy from the crowd and kind of threw him on there and okay. took Jesus off. Uh, and in some hadiths, it says that Jesus laughed at the guy as he was crucified, but, you know, we won't get into that. Mm-hmm. In either case, uh, he wasn't killed or crucified. Now, okay. of course, the Bible uh, is quite clear when, when Peter says, Lord, that won't happen to you, then Jesus has a very strong response to anyone who says he won't be crucified. Yeah. Uh, and he says, get behind yes. me, Satan. <laughs> but yes. again, they don't believe he was killed or crucified, and their reasoning is actually quite kind, I guess, but mm-hmm. misinformed, misguided. They say, well, he's such a perfect prophet, mm-hmm. actually sinless, according to their belief, that Allah would never allow him to suffer. Mm. So that's why that can't possibly be the case. Now, again, we've already talked about Muhammad suffered horribly in his death, according to Islamic history, but I guess they won't. They don't care to reconcile that. So, But here's what the Quran says specifically about Jesus in chapter 4, verse 171. O people of the book, uh, that's Jews and Christians. Do not go beyond the bounds of your religion and do not say concerning Allah anything except the truth. Surely the Messiah, the Christ, mm-hmm. Isa, that's Jesus, the son of Mary, virgin-born son of Mary, was only the messenger of Allah and his, and his word that he cast forth to Miriam and a spirit from him. So I'm going to read that real quick one more time. Uh, surely the Messiah, the Messiah, the Christ, who is Jesus, the son of Mary, the virgin-born son of Mary, uh, he is... The, he is his word that he cast forth to Miriam, Mary, and a spirit from him. So Muslims believe these four things about Jesus. They believe that he's the Messiah, the Christ, that he is the virgin-born son of Mary, 
that he is the word of Allah sent from Allah and that he's he's a spirit sent from him. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of strange. I mean, they believe that also their doctrines teach that Jesus is exceptional mm-hmm. and that he is actually sinless. Mm. So they believe that Jesus is born of a born of a virgin, sinless, a prophet, the Christ or the Messiah. If you ask Muslims what that means, you won't get an answer because the Quran doesn't explain it. Okay. Um, the word of Allah and a spirit sent from him. So uh, they also believe that in the end times when the Dajjal comes, that's like the Muslim version of the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Isa, Jesus, will be the one to slay him. Mm. So he'll slay the Antichrist. Okay. So they say basically every good thing you could about him except what Jesus or what all these things mean. Yeah. Right. Um, if you ask them, what is, why does it say that he is the word of Allah? Mm. Then they'll say, well, you know, because Allah spoke him into existence. It's like, well, it doesn't say he was created by a word. Mm-hmm. It says he is the word. Yeah. Um, when, they, when you ask them what Christ is, what Messiah is, mm. they're mm-hmm. like, well, you know, that's what Jesus is. And I'm like, no, I know, but what is that? They're like, what Jesus is. I'm like, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Uh, when you ask them why was he born of a virgin, because the Quran does affirm that. Yeah. Uh, then they'll say, uh, so Allah could, you know, just show his power. Yeah. It's like, but... But, but they, don't, they don't believe in original sin, so well, it's like... Well, they kind of do. That's the weird part. Really? They actually believe that Satan, Satan is the one who causes original sin in every child that's born. Okay. So they believe that Iblis, Satan, Shaitan, he, you know, touches right here on each person mm-hmm. uh, above their mouth, and they have a curse of sin. Okay. The moment they're born. Mm-hmm. And according to Islamic tradition, the only persons, because uh, they got this from like some early Catholic teaching, right? Mm-hmm. The only persons who ever were born without that were mm-hmm. Isa, Jesus, and Miriam, his mother, right? Um, and then some earlier sources say just Jesus. But they believe that Jesus is without any stain of what, what usually you expect with humans. He also never sinned ever in his life. Uh, he was a perfect prophet. He did miracles. He made a clay bird come into life hmm. when he was a baby. He was born as a baby with the ability to speak full sentences, according to the Quran. Mm-hmm. So the moment he was born, he was able to speak, uh, which is interesting, like full adult sentences. Mm-hmm. Everything about him, including the fact that he carved clay birds as a baby, then breathed life into them, mm-hmm. and they came to life, is quite strange. Mm-hmm. Uh but when you ask for a why on these things, you're just yeah. not going to get one. Hmm. Interesting. So hopefully, like, yeah. as you could see from all this, there's a lot of what's in Islam. Yeah. A lot of what's. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to ask for why's, <laughs> yeah. I'm, you're out of luck, you know? Yeah. Because just <clears throat> just real quick, I mean, the fact of a virgin birth, that that's critical Within a within a, in a Trinitarian hypostatic union yes. standpoint in, in Christianity, mm-hmm. um, and so there's a lot of whys. It was it had to be a virgin yes. birth, and yes. that has a lot to do with the the uh, the sin of Adam mm-hmm. um, corrupting you know man, mm-hmm. um, and so um, I'm really starting to see uh, you know those those what's they they do they do it, it is a bunch of what's yes um tons and basically don't question the what's all i know just best. do the what's mm-hmm. all knows best that's right and do your best if you make it 
to <laughs> what, their version yeah. of heaven or an eternity. <laughs> um, Which I know. won't speak to too much for yeah. now, just to be kind. So, but anyhow, um, that's cool. We're around like 30 minutes on this okay, episode. But, um, but is there anything that you think that would be helpful to to kind of close uh, maybe some resources yes. or pointers uh, regarding Islam, maybe like spend one or two minutes here and we can close up. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Right. Cause again, if, if you hear all these things and you're confused, just wait till the next episode where we explain how to talk to mu- with Muslims yeah. more specifically. This is about all this. about Islam yeah. right now. We're yeah. just trying to give you the background on it there. If you're confused, welcome to the club. Um, that's just how it is. But some good resources I would recommend. Uh, number one, to, to not be polemical, I would recommend Samuel Green's Where to Start with Islam. Okay. It is a friendly, honest approach to Islamic discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it shows the places where Christians and Muslims could agree. Mm-hmm. But then it also shows, all right, you know, you think this is strange, but in Islam you have something like it. Mm-hmm. It's just incomplete in Islam. Mm-hmm. But in Christianity, it is complete. It's a really friendly and really clever way from someone who was a Muslim and is now a Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, you have a lot of this. So it's just a good way to understand how to talk about Christian beliefs mm-hmm. with Muslims. Okay. Uh, and, you know, Samuel Green is just well acquainted over 20 years speaking mm-hmm. with Muslims. And he has, you know, a lot of advice from people who were Muslim, now Christian. Mm-hmm. So again, just good approaches. Uh, if you want... Mike Lycona's Paul Meets Muhammad, mm-hmm. and it's a creative debate on the resurrection of Jesus, the crucifixion and resurrection. Paul Meets Muhammad. Yeah. So okay. imagine if the Apostle Paul <laughs> debated Muhammad about the resurrection of Christ. Oh, man. That it would is, be great. It's really interesting. Uh, yeah. Definitely one of my favorite uh, Christmas gifts that my well, my younger brother got me. So That's awesome. It, it's really creative, a more fun way. Um some other books, like you could also go on YouTube and listen to David Wood if you want to learn more uh, Reasoned Answers on YouTube mm-hmm. or Your Brother in Christ on YouTube. Mm-hmm. These are some good channels that just describe like everything. Longer episodes, more in-depth. Yes, yeah, definitely tons. They also have some YouTube shorts that do like a minute long discussion on mm-hmm. the incarnation and mm-hmm. the Muslim issues with it and why that shouldn't be an issue mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely... You know, there are even good atheists mm-hmm. who talk about Islam that work with a lot of Christians, so apostate yeah. prophet. Mm-hmm. A lot of good resources if you just want to have more visuals mm-hmm. uh, and, and more reading. Yeah. Uh, of course, the most important thing I can say is please, 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 no matter what, please know your Bible. Yeah. Before you, you know, go to random uh, Muslims mm-hmm. and start talking about things, about issues you have with their theological positions... Mm-hmm. Please just know your Bible. Mm-hmm. Know what Christianity is before you try to bring people into it mm-hmm. in a very effective way. Cool. Um, because if they ask you questions and you don't know how to answer them, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Say, I'll look into that. Yeah. But know how to say, I'll look into that. For sure. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Um, so just know Christ mm-hmm. and, and really try to desire to know him so that you can actually tell people about him more effectively. Cool. So that's what I would say about that. Cool. I'll throw I'll throw one in. It's a under two hundred page book. Um, it, I just looked it up. I'm like, how big was this book? It, it was. It's 134 pages. It's by um, Matthias Media. Tony Payne. Um, Islam in our backyard. It. This was a response to the 2001 uh, oh, attack, the yes. terrorism attack sure. um, from Taliban, and 
So it's like talking about terrorism. And there's at that time, there was a lot being said about Muslims and things like that. And so Tony wrote a responsive book at that time, which is really great. Mm-hmm. It's readable. It's short. And it kind of like diffuses, um, you know, the beliefs and teachings of Islam. Um, yes. Some some diversity with with how it relates to Western culture and Western beliefs mm-hmm. and all that. So it's a small book, and I think that it, it definitely achieves at least edifying. Um, but obviously, a lot has developed since uh, for over the past how long has it been? Twenty years oh since since nine eleven. So. Wow. Um, a lot has developed with uh, Muslims, especially uh, radical yes. um, Muslims and yes. um, extremism um, over the past 20 years, and they've gotten a lot of footing in the United States. Sadly. So mm-hmm. um, that might give me a good little, um, I don't know, primer uh, yes. for, for Muslims along with the book. So um, we're definitely exhausting our time, yeah. but uh, is there anything else you want to you wanna say? Not really. I, okay. I, I would say that is uh, no Christ. Just no Christ before all else. Yeah. It makes this a lot easier. Yeah. Amen. All right. Well, we'll see you on the next episode, and we will discuss how a Christian can respond yes. to Islam. Yes. All right. See you then. Amen. Bow, 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 bow,